All right, today I want to cover this one uh, topic, self-confidence, self-esteem. So I'm combining two selves. Nice. Okay, sorry. Nice. Um, sorry, self-overload. But these two kind of pair up together. So that's why I'm combining them today. Uh, but the power of belief is really, 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 really strong. Okay, self-esteem, self-confidence is a thing that you gotta have a little bit to uh, have that edge, no, no matter what you do, right? Uh, you wanna be confident about who you are, what you can do, how you think. Uh, you wanna have the self-esteem that carries you through some of the hard times. It's tough. Um, even the person who says they have high self-esteem goes through lows sometimes. So you're never always gonna be straight on the, the up and up and all the time, and I'm super confident all the time, like no one can shake away my swagger. You're gonna hit some highs, you're gonna hit some lower points, uh, but wanna to touch on it because how do you have this? Um, self-esteem, self-confidence is huge. Uh, we have live in a society now where it's probably at an all-time low, maybe. Um, I don't have any stats to give you to prove that, but just by the, the waves of depression that have gone through our society and culture, um, self-confidence and self-esteem is huge. So the power of belief, in order to be confident, in order to have high self-esteem, you gotta believe, right? You, you can't just uh, not have belief in who you are. So it all starts with the power of belief, and it goes back to kind of what Walt Disney said, you know, if you believe it, you can achieve it. And that's where it starts. You gotta have belief in yourself and what you can do first and foremost. If you don't think you can do it, you won't, you won't. Even if you have the ability, the, the skills, the knowledge to do it, you won't. If you don't believe it, you won't achieve it. Um, there's a health psychologist, uh, her name is Kelly, um, Kelly McDonald, McDonald, okay? Um, and she did a study, she, she did some, uh, some studies and she so, showed that people experiencing high stress had a 43% chance higher of dying the following year. What? So 43% chance of dying the following year if they had high stress. But only if the people believed that the stress was gonna kill them. Only if they believed it. If they did not believe that the stress was, was high and that, hey, you know, the stress is stress, but it's not gonna kill me. They, they didn't have those same symptoms. But if they believed that the stress they had was going to kill them, there was a 43% chance higher risk of that actually happening. Power belief. There was a, a study conducted with um, many uh, cancer patients, and they gave them the placebo. You know, you go over the placebo effect, mm -hmm. and they gave they gave these cancer patients um, this placebo, which means it's it's not anything. It's like a water pill or. It's not anything else. They gave them this placebo and told them it was chemotherapy. Told them they were undergoing chemotherapy. Guess what happened? What? They lost their hair. They started vomiting. Oh. Didn't get any chemotherapy whatsoever. They were just given a placebo. But the mind is so powerful that they believed that they were getting chemotherapy and they got their bodies to go through symptoms um, or effects of chemotherapy. Vomiting, hair loss. Crazy. There was a guy named, I don't know if it's his real name, but he had a tumor. His name, they called him Mr. Wright. He had a tumor. And there was this, there was this drug out there that was in a study that was shown to reduce the tumors in, in people's bodies. It was, I can't remember the exact name of it, but um, he was fighting for this, for this drug. He's like, I want it. Come on, can, you, can I just try it? This is my last hope. 
you got it. This tumor is shrunk in half, okay? Um, studies came out a couple months later, it says, hey, this drug that you know this guy took, bad. It, it has no results, it doesn't, doesn't impact the tumors whatsoever. It doesn't help and cure anything. Well, guess what, he read that. Tumors went back to normal size. The doctor's like, okay, how do we help this guy? How do we, how do we uh, help him out? So the, the doctor brought him in and gave him uh, basically a IV or a, a shot of just water. Uh, water told him, hey, this is the drug. I want to put you back on the drug. Um, I, I know don't listen to what the studies say. Don't listen to what the research says. Here's the drug. It worked for you last time. We're going to do it again. Took the water. What do you think happened? His tumor shrunk again. Well, as time went on, um, studies came out again and proved this drug is absolutely terrible. It does no good. It will not help your tumors. After he reads that, shortly thereafter, he dies. Um, because he believed all this, after, after so long, he, he looked at the study and said, man, this tumor does, or this drug doesn't help me at all. And finally brought back his tumors, which eventually killed him. But for a while, he was believing that this drug was working for him. And it actually did help him. You ever feel sick? You ever feel like, man, I'm not, I'm not doing too well, and you've almost tricked your mind into believing you are sick. You're not feeling well. Um, that's the placebo effect. Our, our brain is so powerful that we can uh, make ourselves feel like we're going through chemotherapy. We can make ourselves believe that we can or can't do something. So your confidence, your self-esteem starts with the power of belief. Don't underestimate the power of belief for yourself. You know, you, you guys have seen, you know, Bugs Bunny, you guys have seen Looney Tunes, you guys have seen Space Jam, okay? Michael's Secret Stuff, you remember that? That was the original placebo effect right there. At halftime, Bugs Bunny puts together some water and writes, uh, writes on the water about Michael's Secret Stuff, because Michael Jordan. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, I gotta get some of this, because this is Michael's Secret Stuff. They start drinking it down, and before you know it, they feel like they can conquer the world. It was just water. Um, but they had belief when you believe in something, man, it's, it's pretty powerful. It's really powerful. You cannot be stopped. Um, and so, right or wrong, you might come across some people who have some really drastic beliefs, but I will give them this. At least they believe firmly in something. Um, at least they're saying, I'm all for this. So, the power of belief is very, 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 very strong. Confidence, okay? We, we gotta believe, but let's talk about self-confidence. Okay? I firmly believe we gain confidence through coming to grow, coming to learn and understand who we are and what we can do in this world we live in. That's, that's confidence. When we gain confidence, we have an understanding of who we are, what we can do, uh, the talents, skills, and knowledge we have. We, we come to grips with that a little bit. Um, but I want to ask you a question. Why do you think we lose self-confidence? What are some reasons why we, we, we have a confidence issue in the world today? What are some factors that lead to us not being as confident? People. Other people in, in our lives, just people in general. Everyone's a critic. Everyone's a critic. In the social media now, there's a millions and millions of them. And unfortunately, they don't need to have a face. You don't have to see them. A lot of people have Twitter muscles. They'll say it with 140 characters, but they would never say it in real life. Um, what, else, what else do you think contributes to our lack of confidence today? What do you think, Lindsay? 
we see someone do it better. We see someone do it better. Yeah, we thought we were pretty good, and then we see, wow, I thought I was good. That person's knocking it out of the park. Second guessing. Second guessing ourselves, yes. If we aren't 199% sure of something, we second guess ourselves, and now we feel less confident. And sometimes that's for no reason. Why should we doubt ourselves? Why should we second guess ourselves? How do you think we gain confidence? Pushing yourself. Pushing yourself. Trying something new. Others thinking you can do it. Yeah. Remember last week I mentioned you gotta have people in your corner. If you have people in your corner, sometimes they'll get you to, to have confidence that you didn't know you had because it's like, man, they believe in me. Going back to that word belief, you have to believe in yourself, but if you have other people believe in you, your confidence soars. So make sure, make sure you're on people who believe in you and want you to do well. Make sure they're solid and honest people though. Don't You don't want yes men around you because that's not a good thing either. If you just have people who nod their head you all the time, well then you're not gonna get anywhere. Uh, but yes, now if you notice in both, both uh, questions I asked, people were a part of that. It's amazing how people not just us, but other people influence our confidence one way or another. And yet, think for one second, do they live in your body? Do they control, really? Do they control your thoughts? Do they have your brain? Do they have your skills? Do they have your experiences? No. But yet, we let somebody who is outside of our being, who has literally no control, I mean, we're not a puppet for anybody, um, but we let somebody outside ourselves dictate our thoughts, our feelings, our actions, and our confidence. Think about that. Think about that. And why, why should that be the case? Why is it? I don't know if there's a science reason. I don't know if I have a full reason for you because I've gone through it myself. But you know, think about that. People, someone outside of myself is controlling what goes on in my head. Why? Why is that? So confidence, uh, we got to grow and we got to get more confidence and we got to gain uh, opportunities. Um, couple things you can do for yourself is develop a support system. Develop a support system. You ever see in chains link up? A strong chain is tight. It can't be broken. Okay, when you have those chain links circling one another, you try to break it. It's very hard. Okay, metal is very, very, very tough to get. So when you have a support system, when you have friends who believe in you, who are confident in you, now you create a chain that's unbreakable. And that's going to last time. It might be uh, rainy, it might be snow, but that chain won't erode uh, very well or very, very easily if you have a strong support group. If you have chains that link up together, and when times are tough, you, you might literally link up and say, "All right, let's meet. Let's talk things out." Um, hey, maybe you do it to a friend. Hey, let's meet up for coffee, or let's let's go um, out. At, let's go to Wings. Let's go go watch the games. Let, let's let's just be us and maybe get more confident by, by being around those people. Um, so don't isolate yourself. That's the easy thing to do when you're lacking confidence is to isolate yourself from everybody else. That's quite honestly the worst thing you can do for yourself uh, often is to isolate yourself from other people who can influence you and pour their, their hearts in you and say, hey, I believe in you. I want to help you out. Okay. The other thing you can do is be positive, obviously. To be more confident, you, you need to be positive about life. One suggestion I give is do a gratitude journal. You ever thought about that? Where you take a journal and just every day, or when you have some thoughts, write down things you're grateful for, you're appreciative of, um, that are positive in your life. And then when the tough days come, because they will, 
you open up your gratitude journal and you read through this list of all the things that you should be appreciative of and grateful for in your life, you're like, you know what? This sucks right now, whatever I'm going through, but look at all the things that I should be grateful for. Look at all the great things that have happened in my life. Uh, so it's called a gratitude journal. You don't have to write paragraphs, you just can bullet list out uh, things that you know you should, you should be appreciative of. And that can remind you of the positive things and regain your confidence when you, you are weak a little bit. Uh, the other thing you can do is talk. Talk to yourself, first off. Positive affirmations, telling yourself, hey, I can do this, I can get through this. Um, you know, before, you see a lot of athletes do it before they make a big play, they have a big penalty kick, or they go up to the plate. They talk to themselves. Why, because they want to tell themselves good things. I played baseball. If I went up to the plate and I said, I'm gonna strike out, I'm gonna strike out, I'm gonna strike out, man. what do you think I'm gonna do? I'm gonna probably strike out, okay? Uh, but if I go up to the plate, I have good thoughts. Hey, I can do this, I can, I can get this hit, I can do this for my team. I'm gonna be more likely to succeed. So whatever that looks like for you, make sure you're giving yourself those positive affirmations throughout the day. Uh, you might need it minute by minute, you might need it hourly. You know, every time you leave your class, hey, I can do really well in this class today, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my best. Whatever it is, but make sure you have some positive affirmations for yourself. Okay, really do that. And then you also got to talk to other people as well. Um, sometimes they're your best um, feedback. Hey, I'm really, I'm really struggling with my confidence right now. Can you help me out? Um, can we just go out and can do whatever? Can we just talk and uh, hang out? Yeah, let's do that. You need that support system. So positive talk over negative talk. Because you, you talk positively, you gain more confidence. You, you just naturally build up. You talk negatively. You take away from your confidence and you, you build up an idea in your head that I can't do it. You, you second guess yourself, like Josh said, okay? Uh, so ways to regain control with your confidence. First, say no. You gotta understand when you gotta say no. Sometimes we say yes all the time and that puts us in bad positions. We got so much on our plate. We feel like we gotta do all this. We gotta meet these high expectations. So learn to say no a little bit. Learn to regain your control and take ownership more of your life. If you're kind of living other people's lives, well, you don't have as much confidence out because you're like, well, I'm being pulled this way, I'm being, being pulled this direction. Learn how to say no and control what goes on in your life so that way you are more confident in what you do. Second is create boundaries for yourself. Create a boundary to knowing that, hey, I'm not gonna overextend myself. I'm gonna stay with what I can do for the most part, okay? You think of boxing, people, people like, who are wanting self-confidence, tend to take boxing classes for some reason. I, that's just why. Uh, they, they feel like if I know how to box a little bit, I gain more confidence in what I can do. And now my boundaries start expanding a little bit. Uh, but make sure you have some boundaries for yourself in life that keeps you um, not, not subdued. I, I'm not saying you never, you never challenge yourself, but you have some boundaries that keep you in place a little bit, that, that allow your confidence to remain there uh, and you don't lose it. And then I won't look at exercise, look at sleep, look at your nutrition. Seriously, that impacts your confidence. What you feed your body, what you do to your body, directly impacts how you feel. I'm telling you 100%. Two things that are huge, okay? Um, exercise has proven that it can relieve depression. I mean, it, it gets those chemicals going, but two, thing, two food items that are huge with your nutrition is GMOs, you know what those stand for? Genetically modified um, organisms, okay? That's stuff that's added to our food all the time. There's research that goes to show that those GMOs uh, have a correlation to anxiety and depression because of all the chemicals that is being put into our, our food. So GMOs, so you wanna look for that. Don't, don't have products that have high GMOs in it. That's usually um, you know, food that's 
food that's not good. The other thing is sugar. Sugar is a sugar is becoming a downfall in our society. It's not sugar that that's leading, or it's not lack of exercise that's leading us to be a moral obese sugar. nation. It's sugar. It's sugar. We consume more sugar now uh, than I think ever before. And if the average American eats 164 ounces of or pounds, 164 pounds of sugar Fun. per year. That's insane. It really is. We are a sugar-dosed up society. And that sugar is affecting our mind, which is affecting how we feel, our stress, our anxiety, our, our, our depression, which leads to a lack of self-confidence. What you put in your body is, is a huge, huge factor. The Army has a, has a deal about uh, personal courage, and they have one of their values, and it's number seven, I wanna read it. Face fear, danger, adversity, physical and moral. Personal courage has been uh, associated with our army. With physical courage, it is a matter of enduring physical duress and at times risking personal safety. Facing moral fear or adversity may be a long, slow process of continuing forward on the right path, especially if taking those actions is not popular with others. You can build your personal courage by daily standing up and acting upon the things that you know are honorable. So having some personal courage will lead to confidence as well. Okay, it really, really, really will. So rejection therapy by, by I'm not gonna try to mess this guy's name up, but it's J-I-A, J-I-A. Okay, I would ask Zach if he was here. So this guy, he decided what he was gonna do. He's like, I wanna get rejected for 100 days. Why? He said, all right. I want to get rejected for 100 days, was his theory, so that way he kind of became desensitized to criticism. So that way his self-esteem and self-confidence wasn't going down all the time when someone said no, or you can't do this. So he wanted to work and figure out a, a way to, to help himself out, okay? Uh, so what he did, 100 days, he set up, he made a list of 100 uh, rejection, or 100 things he was gonna to do to get rejected on purpose. Okay, and he was going to do it every single day. He was going to create a blog. He was going to do content, uh, create a brand out of it. And it's, now he's an author, speaker, um, website. He's building his own app. Um, so this guy, speaker, he decided to do uh, 100 rejections. Day one, I'll give you two. Day one, borrow $100 from a stranger. So he went up to somebody on day one and said, hey, can I borrow $100? Nope. Obviously, he got rejected. That was his goal. Guys, he said, guy gave me a weird, weird look. Like, I don't even know you, and you were asking me for a hundred bucks. Day one. Day two, get a burger refill. What? So he went to a fast food place, probably. He went to a place, and then he went back up to the counter and said, uh, excuse me, sir, I'd like a burger refill. Okay. The guy looks at we don't do burger refills. Like that's not a thing. And he goes, I just, I just want a burger refill, man. I just want. And the guy's like, No, we, we don't, we don't do that. We, we do drink refills, not burger refills. And so he got rejected. He, uh, he he's like, I, I felt really awkward doing this because like I wanted to get rejected. I wanted to put myself out there and then desensitize myself to, um, desensitize myself to uh, the criticism and being told no. He one time went to a donut place and asked them to create donuts. Um, and Krispy Kreme in the you know, form of Olympic rings. The person actually did it for him though. So he didn't get rejected, but what? he's like, 
Yeah, uh, there's a video, I, I put the link on here, you can look at it. Uh, but he wanted to worry uh, about, he didn't want to worry about losing confidence all the time because people said no. And so how do we embrace no? And so he went 100 days of rejection to prove that, hey, I can handle this. I can learn to desensitize myself to being told no. He started his own company called Rejection Therapy, okay? It sounds crazy, Rejection Therapy, but how do we how do we take rejection? How do we, when we lose confidence a little bit, how do we handle it? Now, then he started this learning center called Wuju Learning. Wuju stands for fearless in ancient Chinese. And so what he wanted to instill and what he's trying to help others learn is, hey, you have to be fearless sometimes. In order to have more confidence, have higher self-esteem, you gotta be fearless. So it was an interesting, um, an interesting thing for him to do. And then finally, esteem. You gotta have esteem, remember. Remember first and foremost. You are worth it, 100%. You are worth it. Your skills, what you bring to the table, what you bring to our world, what you bring to our class, you are worth it, okay? Don't let anybody tell you differently. You have your special skills that no one else has. Don't forget about that. You are worth it. So when we talk about self-esteem, remember that. You are worth it. Now, self-esteem is kind of this definition right there, okay? Esteem in general, not, not just self-esteem, but esteem is respect and admiration typically for a person. So that's esteem. When you have high esteem for somebody, usually that means you have high respect for somebody. Now we put the word self in front of that. Now we're saying, I have respect for myself. I have admiration for myself. Now in a stuck up way, but in, in, a, in a way that says, hey, I do respect who I am, what I can do. I respect the skills that I have, the knowledge I have. I respect the abilities I have. I admire the, the qualities that I have. I'm not placing myself on a pedestal, but I believe I, I have qualities that no one else has. So you have to have some self-esteem. So eliminate the things that are uh, taking away from your self-esteem and then get linked with other people who want to promote yourself, your, 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 promote your elevated status, promote who you are, promote the things that you do. Remember that. You are worth it. Your self-esteem is your admiration and respect for yourself. Okay? If you don't have respect for yourself, how do you expect somebody else to give you respect? You know what I'm saying? How, how, if you don't respect yourself, how do you expect somebody else to give you respect? So consider that as well. All right. uh, Amy Cuddy, she, uh, she is a well-known speaker. Um, she, she works at Harvard. Um, she's a researcher, psychologist, okay? And she did a study about power poses, okay? Power poses. What they had is they brought in people to simulate different poses for a couple minutes at a time, okay? And then they were gonna test two chemicals in their body. They were gonna test testosterone and cortisol. Testosterone is, is a good chemical in your body. It usually leads to being more energized, being more confident, okay? They, they've done uh, numerous studies and they show that the well-known leaders, the best leaders usually have higher levels of testosterone, men and women, okay? It's just how it all works. So that's associated with a good thing. And then cortisol, that's a stress hormone. That is a stress hormone. If your levels of cortisone are high, or cortisol are high, it's not a good thing. It means you're probably stressed out. So these are the poses they had them do. Up, up top here, uh, these are the high power poses. Okay, and when you are in these positions here, usually you're in a power, you're in a position of dominance. You're trying to uh, put, put your will in, in the situation. Down here, these are low power poses, okay? 
okay, usually the more weaker. And sometimes we do it just in general, like, you know, when we cross our arms. You don't think about that, but it's kind of a, a weaker pose because you're, you're kind of holding yourself, hugging yourself, trying to care for yourself a little bit more. Whereas, you know, this person right here, hey, I'm, I'm showing a power pose here. I'm, I'm going to take control of this room. And you, you kind of get the read off of that when that happens. So high power poses, low power poses. Again, what they had them do is they had them go in a room and they said, all right, do this pose. And then they would check their levels of testosterone and cortisol. Here's the, the results they got. So over here in the uh, high power poses for testosterone, testosterone went up. If you're looking at a base level here, 0, 0.0. Testosterone went up when they did higher power poses. When they, when they did lower power poses, the testosterone levels in the individuals went down. Crazy. It actually moved up or down based on the, the posture, the pose they had. When they had cortisol, when they did high power poses, their stress levels went down. The cortisol levels went down, meaning their stress and anxiety went down. When they had lower power poses, it might not be a ton, okay? We're, we're looking at 0.02, so it's not a huge amount, but it did go up, showing that when you put yourself in lower, uh, lower power poses, less confident poses, you increase your stress. You increase your stress, you increase your anxiety. You really do. Okay. So, so what we're gonna what, what we're gonna do is the Wonder Woman or Superman. That's one of the power poses. So everyone just stand up real quickly with me. Everyone stand up real quickly. If you put if you stand in this position for, for just 15 20 seconds, okay, we're not, you don't want to be standing for a long time. Come on, Luis, here we go. Chest up, chest up. Okay. By standing in this Wonder Woman Superman pose. It has been proven to show that your testosterone levels will go up, you'll feel more confident, you'll feel less stressed out, less anxiety. Go take a seat. So you already feel probably more, more powerful. But by doing this pose, you gain confidence. Easy as that, seriously. So when you are going through a, a tough time, you're feeling like, I don't know, I'm a little nervous right now. Um, speakers will do this before they go out and say the speech. They'll, they'll stand in this power pose and just breathe and then they'll walk on the stage. Beyonce does it, so we should all do it, right? <laughs> but the, the Wonder Woman Superman pose is a confidence builder. When you're weaker in confidence, make sure you, you hit on this a little bit, okay? Um, super important, super important. That, uh, I think this is a huge thing in our society today, self-confidence, self-esteem. Work on it. Get with other people who can help you out. Uh, make sure you are around others uh, who are gonna push you. Get uncomfortable. Face new things, face new fears. That'll push your, your levels of, wow, I didn't think I could do that, and now I can, I'm more confident, okay? Visualize yourself, visualization is huge. You gotta be able to see that you can do it and think that you can do it in your head before sometimes you actually do it. So visualize how things are gonna work out. Um, check yourself, check yourself, before you wreck yourself. <laughs> we are our own worst critics, every time. I am my biggest critic. I'm my worst critic. I, I will convince myself. How often have you convinced yourself to believe something about you that is not even true? Like you believe, I believe I'm not gonna pass this test. I believe I'm not smart enough. I believe I'm not talented enough. You convince yourself to believe in something that is not even true, that there's no evidence to back up. But you have convinced yourself in your head that something is, is accurate, okay? So check yourself because you often, and we often as human beings can convince ourselves of, of something. Uh, and then set yourself up for success. If you're gonna be more confident, um, if you wanna find success, 
success makes you more confident, right? If you if you have some wins, um, you, you get more confident. So set yourself up for success. Prepare. Work as hard as you can. Make sure you uh, study for the test. Make sure you prepare for the uh, interview so that when you sit down for the interview, you're like, I'm ready to go. I'm going to get this job. Then you get the job, and guess what? Your confidence soars. So set yourself up for success. It's the people that say, man, I didn't do any work. I didn't do any studying. I didn't prepare at all. Uh, no wonder I didn't get the job. Right? No wonder I didn't pass the class. And now my confidence is shaky now. Okay. So do some of those things that develop your self-esteem, self-confidence. Because remember, it could always be worse. You could be a whale. It's not working well. It's not working.